the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Weasel was a no-show. The Weasel would be State Representative Brian Sims. His video taken with a selfie stick went viral when he harassed some protesters in front of a Planned Parenthood clinic in his district down there near Philadelphia. His first victim was an elderly woman who he makes sure to identify as white for some reason. Listen. Planned Parenthood of Southeastern Pennsylvania. They have to deal with people like this every single day. They deal with people out here every single day telling others what's right for their bodies. But we're not going to let them get away with it. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. Don't, don't hide. Don't hide. You're publicly protesting women coming to a Planned Parenthood. It's something they have a right to do. Don't hide from it. Don't hide from it. Have the courage of your broken convictions if this is what you're going to do. Everyone, this is what they deserve and this is what they need. Every single time any of us walk by something like this, we're letting them win. We're letting them think that they are right and we know better. These people have no business telling anybody else what's right for their body. They have no business telling people of color what they think about what they do with their families, with their own family planning. This is disgusting. This isn't Christianity. This isn't love. This isn't support. This isn't kindness. What he deserved and needed was a kick in the groin. But that wasn't enough for this tough guy. He went from here to a mother and two daughters aged 13 and 15 and harassed them. Hi, everyone. Uh, Representative Brian Sims here, and I am outside the Planned Parenthood at Southeastern Pennsylvania. Oh, no, they're leaving now. What we've got here is a bunch of protesters, a bunch of pseudo-Christian protesters who've been out here shaming young girls for being here. Hi. And so here's the deal. I've got $100 to anybody who will identify any of these three. So we're I'm going to donate to Planned Parenthood. I'm going to donate to Planned Parenthood. So look, a bunch of more. white people standing out in front of a Planned no, Parenthood Christ- shaming I'm people. Really There's sorry. nothing Christian about what you're doing. I'm nothing Christian at all about what you're doing. Nine, nothing Christian or loving or godly about what you're doing. So I've got $100 to anybody who will identify. $100. Let's see if you got some friends out here. 100 bucks. It'd be easier if you just give me your name and your address. Um, Rich, come on. Rich, Rich, where are you from? Uh, Lansdale. Rich, what makes you think that it's your job to tell women what's right for their bodies? And the truth is, I'm not really asking because I don't care. Shame on you. Yeah, I believe the woman has filed a criminal complaint against him. And Abby Johnson, the woman whose story as a former Planned Parenthood director was made into a movie, called this weasel out. She invited him to meet her in front of the Planned Parenthood where he showed how tough he was a few days ago. He didn't show up. We tried to get him on this show today. His voicemail box at his Philadelphia office was full. We left the voicemail at his Harrisburg office. Nothing back. Surprisingly enough, we haven't heard back from him after sending him an email also. When we come back after the break, we're going to hear from Abby Johnson. And Abby Johnson is the uh, person who, as I said, uh, had the movie made about her. She worked in a Planned Parenthood clinic. And when she saw what this guy did, she went nuts. And she got a bunch of people together to protest in front of the very building where this idiot was and did his video. And uh, it turned out pretty well for her today. It didn't turn out very well for the weasel, uh, Brian Sims. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Abby Johnson about that. And uh, I'll tell you what, um, she has uh, really made a, a great uh, effort since that movie to become a major spokesperson against abortion. And people don't like her because she's very, very good at it. So stick around. When we come back, Abby Johnson and she will tell you how the demonstration went today. So we'll be right back on AM 1250, The Answer. We're having a baby, my baby and me. You'll read it in Winchell that we're adding a limb to our family tree. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. 
Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. We're talking to Rocky Blyer. He's involved with the Miracle League of Moon Township and the construction of a Miracle League athletic field. The fields are designed to make it possible for kids with special needs to play sports. Every child, no matter what the situation, deserves a chance to be able to play, to compete, and have a place that's safe, takes care of needs, that's organized. This will be the fourth Miracle League field that will be built. Now we've got four places to be able to travel, so it broadens the whole interest of sports. It's just terrific for community to do that. There's a buddy system I thought was pretty impressive. What's that all about? Kids with special needs have a buddy. A a child who's in school. It's like having an older brother or sister involved with you. So it's really good in that everybody has human dignity of being able to participate. The website is miraclesinmoon.org. Check it out and let's help make this dream a reality. Hey Rocky, thanks and uh, we'll be talking to you again about this project. Appreciate you coming on to talk about it. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Take it it. easy. Rocky Blyer and we'll be right back. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with Relief Factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. As we told you before the break, the weasel Brian Sims was a no-show at the Planned Parenthood in Philadelphia today. He was invited by Abby Johnson. She's the woman who was a Planned Parenthood director for over 20 years and then quit when she witnessed an abortion. Her story was made into a movie called Unplanned. She personally invited Sims to show up today, and she joins us now. Abby, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So should I be shocked that Brian Sims was a no-show there today? Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, we knew he wouldn't show up. But, you know, I mean, what? He's a coward. He picks on, you know, vulnerable people. He picks on underage girls. He picks on elderly women. Uh, you know, here comes uh, over 1,000 people to stand up for life, and he's nowhere around. Why? Because he's, he's a coward. He can't face all of us. So um, how uh, 
I mean, he was aware that, that he was invited. It's not, he can't he can't claim he didn't know, right? I mean, it was I know it was public, but he, uh, that you were doing this. But can he make some uh, claim that well, they never really officially invited me? Oh no, he was invited multiple times. Um, he just, you know, he just didn't come. I'm sure he had another prior engagement yeah. that he had to attend to. Well, just so you know, we we called his uh, Philadelphia office, and the voicemail box was full. And we called we called the Harrisburg office and left the voicemail and got no response. So he's he's also been officially invited on the show. What I was actually sneakily trying to do was if I if he would have agreed to be on the show, I was going to have him on and not tell him that you were also here. <laughs> that uh, that would have been interesting, but that would have been fun. Yeah, it didn't work out that way. But but um, how did the demonstration go? Otherwise, you say a lot of people showed up. It was great. Uh, apparently. People are saying there were over a thousand people there. Um, rally was great. Speakers were great. Uh, you know, <laughs> Planned Parenthood. The escorts were there trying to maintain access to the sidewalk for all their patients that didn't show up. And um, it was good. It was overall a great rally. Rain held off for us, so um, yeah, it was it was a good day. Did the patients? Did any patients come through the demonstration? No, nobody came in that building the whole time we were there. Do you think they were warned that uh, if you know if this if this was their day for their appointment that it would not be a good day to do it? Yeah, they might have canceled appointments when yeah. they found out. Uh, but you know, this didn't get announced that we were doing it until Tuesday. Oh, okay. So uh, you know, I imagine they did have patients scheduled mm-hmm. for today, um, but you know, they may have canceled them or rearranged rearrange them, uh, reschedule them, which is good because you know what? Every hour that a woman has additional time to think about her decision, you know, concerning abortion is an hour that she might make a difference and choose life. So, you know, we're, we feel confident that babies were possibly saved today and, uh, because of this demonstration and, you know, that's really what it's all about. That's what you're trying to do, yeah. So, uh, as it turned out, uh, this Sims guy, he didn't uh, do Planned Parenthood any favors, did he? He, he ex- You guys exposed some negative features about the clinic there that uh, that the original people were demonstrating in front of and where you were today. Yeah, so it's great. So, you know, we, we've we been running, my, the organization I run, and then there were none, we uh, started this website called checkmyclinic.org. And uh, we started compiling all of these state inspection reports from health departments. They're all public records. So we did a FOIA request in all these states. We got the inspection forms. We put them up for the public to see. And this is really the abortion industry's dirty little secret. They don't want people to know that they're failing inspections. You know, they don't want people to know what's in those inspection reports. And so we wanted to put them out for everybody to see and uh so immediately you know we looked up the reports for this clinic and this clinic is so disgusting they've been cited year after year for not properly sterilizing instruments that are being put inside the bodies of women you know from person to person right uh failed to report statutory rape of minors Failed to have sanitary conditions for their patients. I mean, failed to, failure to have trained, properly trained staff. I mean, the list goes on and on. And this is every single year. And you ever look at what happened with Gosnell just down the road right. here in Philadelphia. And the state has still not intervened in this clinic, even though they are putting the health and safety of patients at risk. I mean, I don't know what is going on here with the health department and the state regulatory agencies, they continue to allow this to go on. Well, that that uh, clinic, would would it be in Sims District? The one uh, you, yeah, what, it is apparently, it's so apparently that, in well, this district. That would seem to be something that a state rep would be interested in. Oh, yeah, but he's out there saying, you know, oh, I support Planned Parenthood, and I'm thinking, do you? Do you, you really do? You support them not sterilizing instruments being used woman to woman? You support them not reporting statutory rape of minor girls? I mean, apparently he has no respect for minor girls. He's out there right. offering people 
you know, trying to get a bounty to dox them at their homes. I mean, it's like, it's, he has no respect for people, but he doesn't know anything about Planned Parenthood. He only knows that they fund his campaign, and that's why he continues to support them. And, you know, here's my thing. He, you know, he acts like he's some sort of expert on Planned Parenthood because he, you know, he's a clinic escort. So what? Uh, you know, I'm an expert on Planned Parenthood. I worked here for 10 years. I was a clinic director there. And he won't even, he doesn't even have a gut to come and have a private conversation with me or even get on the phone with me and talk about what's really happening inside of these clinics. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's so irresponsible and it just shows how unfit he is to even serve as an elected official. Well, I see that the woman who was there with the two young girls has uh, filed an actual criminal complaint against him, right? Yes. And you know what? That is the right thing to do. That's what pro-lifers need to be doing. You know, this, this whole idea that, you know, we get harassed and uh, bullied on the sidewalk. I mean, these are sometimes this is criminal what's taking place uh, to these sidewalk advocates. And it, it, is, it is high time that, you know, we start defending ourselves. And we do it not through violence, but we do it through, you know, legal channels. And we hold these people accountable. You know, they've been doing this for far too long, and it's time for us to say enough. Now, I, um, I, I, I didn't see this story get any coverage, the original story, I mean, of Sims harassing these two groups of people. Um, and I didn't see, as far as I know, it got no coverage on any network other than Fox, which is not, I guess, surprising either. But um, have you seen it? This, I'm talking about the original story about what, what this guy did. Not your not your rally today. Have you seen that anywhere other than Fox get any coverage? No, nope. It's been, it has not been on MSNBC. Of course, unbelievable. It has not been on. It has not been on CNN. Nor has anybody from the Democratic Party said, "Hey, what he did was wrong, and we don't believe that he did the right thing, and we are fully denouncing his actions." Not one which person. Is what they should be doing. No, not one of them. Nobody from the. National Organization for Women has come and stepped forward and said, hey, the way he treated these women was terrible. You know, uh, we don't agree with, you know, their beliefs being pro-life, but he should not have treated these women. No, they only care about women who fit into their agenda. That's the bottom line. And the fact that nobody has come out and condemned his actions tells me that they really have no problem with it. And uh, did your... Uh, story today get any local media coverage philadelphia because they they didn't did, they didn't yeah. like i've been do- yeah i've been doing some interviews uh today and uh and there were quite a few local uh like the local tv Fox news and local abc yeah they were there okay so that was good okay yeah. that that's interesting at that, that yeah if if you if uh, what you're saying is true about the number of people that's clo- you know estimated at a thousand, that's going to get their attention, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, uh, now we're talking to Abby Johnson, and and the, I think by now everybody knows that the movie Unplanned is uh, is about her story as a former director of a uh, a Planned Parenthood clinic. Um, and I noticed a few weeks ago there was a story um, uh, uh, that um, it wasn't playing in Canada. It had already played here, I think, when I saw this. Am I wrong about that? Has that changed? Yeah, so here's the deal with Canada. We um, we are still working to get it in Canada, but we're going to have to go a different route. So both major distributors in Canada uh, have denied uh, distributing the film. We went directly to the two major theater chains, Cinemark and Landmark. They both said they have no interest in showing the film. So now we're looking into doing uh, licensing agreements with different groups and working with uh, independently owned theaters that are not part of the Cinemark or uh, Landmark theaters chains and getting it in theaters that way. And then, you know, groups could also have it as well they wanted to have it at, you know, a private theater and a museum or whatever it may be, um, they'd be able to do it there as well. Wow. Now, I, I, this is, I, I, I talked to the producers of Gosnell uh, right before it came out, too. And the, the thing that astounds me is 
I mean, they're, they're not making any bones about it. They're not shy about telling you, not you necessarily, but I mean the distributors of the movie, the, the producers of the movie, nah, we're not showing that movie. What, what reason do they give? Uh, well, you know, in Canada, there's, there's no such thing as free speech. So we sort of take free speech for granted, I think, here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the government decides they don't want something moving forward, then they basically make the decision that you can't talk about it. You can't show it. Um, and so there's so much pressure now. You can't even be a charitable organization in Canada unless you sign a document that says you support abortion. Wow. Um, so all the pro-life groups up there are considered non-charitable entities because they won't sign the document. You can't have an internship. If you're a student and you want to have an internship uh, in Parliament, you have to sign a form that says you support abortion. That's um, So it's, it's really, it, it, I mean, it's interesting. There, It's really becoming a dictatorship. Um, well, you know the story there. up there about the uh, the the uh, guy who was threatened with being arrested by a judge. Not uh, a judge was going to told him that he would be arrested if he referred to his daughter, who says she wants to become a boy, as her or she. He will be arrested for yeah. family violence. You, I'm, I'm guessing you saw that story. That's what you're dealing yes, with. I did. I'm but, telling you, like Canada, it's. It, it's such a great, it's such crazy laws, and um, but I mean, if you're not in line, then they try to silence you and push you out, and that's essentially what happens. I mean, they're all about censorship there. But here's what I so, I'm, so I actually I'm going to be going up to Canada the next week. I, I have property up there. I've been going up there all my life, and um, very nice people. But they have, there's some strange things with the government. Um, I'm just wondering. Uh, I mean, isn't is is not is your movie not getting any um, support from the conservatives in government there? Because there there are conservatives in 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 Canadian government. Uh, Oh yeah, for sure. But there are so few. So, um, and even they have to be careful how you know how far they push the issue. They'll vote it out. Um, I think you know we we look at the we look at the March for Life in D.C. We've got you know, dozens of senators, representatives, even state March for Life. I mean, we've got Marches for Life. We've got, you know, I mean, we do one in Texas. We've got, you know, probably 50 state legislators that show up. This is their national march at their Capitol in front of the Parliament building. They had 10 MPs there, and three of them were retired. So only seven active MPs. That uh, actually had the and an MP is up. like a congressperson, right? A congressman, yeah. Yeah, and ten showed up for the and and you had a national uh, march for life in Canada, right? That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. There were about uh, about between twenty and twenty five thousand people there. Wow, which is a big display for Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, what are the numbers uh, the in Canada? Are willing to come out. What are the numbers in Canada for abortion? You know, for the amount of abortions that are uh, performed there compared to the U.S.? It's about 10%. So uh, they we have about 3,000 abortions here in the U.S. They have about 300 abortions performed every day mm-hmm. um, in Canada. Uh, but the numbers, but it's because of the population. So uh-huh. right. it's still the same, though. One in four women are having abortions in Canada. Wow. And it's the same here in the, in the States, one in four women. Hey, Abby, I only have about a minute left. I just want to ask you before I let you go, how has your life changed since the movie had its run? I talked to you before, I think just as it was coming out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been crazy. It's been just sort of a whirlwind. I'm 37 <laughs> weeks pregnant, so I'm getting ready to pop out a baby any day. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it's just been, it's been busy, but it's been amazing just to see the conversions taking place, people walking into the film saying, I walked in pro-choice, I walked out pro-life. Babies being saved. I mean, and that's that's really what this is all about. So good. And that explains why they don't want the uh, Canada doesn't want to let anybody see it. Hey, uh, uh, Abby, I I really appreciate you being on. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Thank you so much. And we'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Talks between Chinese and American officials over the trade dispute that has caused the Trump administration to levy tariffs on Chinese imports have halted for now. Democrat New Hampshire Congresswoman Ann Custer says she worries about the economic impact of the tariffs. It's the ripple effect of this type of, you know, sort of precipitous announcement, I think, is what it's taking people by surprise. They didn't expect it. While GOP Texas Congressman Kevin Brady says he's not a fan of tariffs, but President Trump is doing the right thing in this case. Targeting these tariffs uh, to, to a country like China, who's been cheating for so long, uh, if that's what keeps them at the table so we can get a fair agreement, uh, then that's necessary. Officials do not know when talks will resume. On Wall Street, the Dow recovered. It was up 114 points. The Nasdaq rose six. This is SRN News. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Hey guys, it's Scott Bauer here, CEO of Prosper Trading Academy. Are you looking for a super hot stock tip? Here at Prosper, we are always looking for exciting opportunities in the markets. And right now, all my students are salivating over the stock we are watching. In fact, I've got this hot stock written down right here, and I'm about to text it to you for free. I just need to know where to send it. Simply text HOT to 48542 and I'll text it to you instantly. How do I know this stock is so hot? Well, I'm a former CBOE market maker for Amazon Options, former vice president of Goldman Sachs, and I have over 25 years of professional trading experience. I'm telling you, this stock is hot. But be warned, the stock may move soon, so you need to claim it before it does. Text HOT to 48542, and I'll text you this hot stock instantly. Text HOT to 48542, and I'll text you this hot stock instantly. Message and data rates may apply. Larry Elder believes we won't see an end to the media's attack on the president. And Wolf Blitzer this afternoon. In his announcement statement, Biden pointed to the 2017 supremacist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. The President Trump at the time defended uh, his comment that there were very fine people on both sides. They are just going to keep doing it. Wolf Blitzer, Don Lemon, Chris Cuomo. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Pella has done it again with a brand new series called Lifestyle. Wood windows and patio doors delivering solutions for real life. Performance redefined. Unbeatable energy efficiency, sound control, and value. Innovations like integrated blinds, shades, and security sensors. Unique solutions for every room with the best limited lifetime warranty for wood windows and patio doors. For a limited time, get 50% off installation, 12 months, no payments, no interest. Call 888-77-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. Hunt Associates is your resource for examining the important financial aspects for your retirement plan. Listen to our podcast radio show, Hunt for Retirement, by visiting gwhunt.com. On this week's edition of Hunt for Retirement, we discuss securing lifetime income. Text HUNT to 555-888 or visit gwhunt.com to listen to the podcast now or call 844-366-HUNT for a free copy of the book, Income allocation and a free retirement income report you're an insurance agent you're also an entrepreneur looking to grow and what better way to grow than by being your own boss owning your own farmers insurance agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in america with a nationally respected brand award-winning training and your personal experienced business coach your opportunity to grow is unlimited no franchise fees required visit be and start growing we are farmers bum, 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 bum. Who can work on an empty stomach? That's what my grandma used to say. So when my brother and I finished our paper route, we rode our bikes to grandma's for lunch and the best Italian food in the neighborhood. Just like you'll find at Luciano's Italian Brick Oven in Mars. It's like their family knew my grandma. Pizza, hoagies, calzones, made fresh on site every day. Forget the chains. Lunch at Luciano's Italian Brick Oven in Mars. Luciano's, for the love of food. At Luciano'sBrickOven.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Stacking up on the inbound Parkway East, Forbes Avenue to Edgewood, Swissvale. Pretty typical volume on the outbound side. Parkway West, especially heavy inbound, Roslyn Farms Road to Campbell's Run Road. And some volume as well on the inbound side. In Highland Park, an accident, Route 8 at the Highland Park Bridge. Outbound 28, the off-ramp to Ohio Street is shut down for construction. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. 
This afternoon, rather cloudy and not as warm as yesterday with a couple of showers and thunderstorm. High right around 70. Much cooler tonight with clouds breaking. Low down to 44. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sunshine. High 65. Then some rain will move in tomorrow night. And Sunday, some more rain on the way. It'll be cloudy and chilly with a high of only 58. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Pete Summers. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, starting next week right here on this uh, very radio program, uh, we are going to be naming a jerk of the week. We'll do it every Friday, and I'll tell you more about it next week. And we've had some good candidates this week. Brian Sims, the guy we talked about in the last segment, would be a strong candidate if we were doing it today. So would Alexandria overrated Cortez. She discovered the garbage disposal a couple of days ago. But that's not all. She teamed up with Bernie Sanders to present a really stupid idea. And Tyler O'Neill of PJ Media is here to tell you just how stupid it is. Thanks for being here, Tyler. <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks for having me, John. <laughs> so so apparently you see, and, and you know, this is why I like that people like you on, because I sit back and read this stuff, and you do the research to, turn, to, to come up with the uh, evidence that this is a really stupid idea. So you see a problem with turning the post office into a bank. Why would that be a problem? <laughs> Well, it's, it's not something you need that much research to find out. I mean, what, letting AOC speak for herself, uh, she said, we should have a not-for-profit public option for basic banking services, and we should be piloting these projects through the U.S. Postal Service. That's a word that um, the piloting. Uh, that, I saw that. What, what, what is, when did the word piloting get involved in, 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 in uh, affairs like this, efforts like this? Piloting? Yeah, well, I think it's a, it's a good euphemism for trying out a uh, program. Okay. Oh, a pilot, like a, like a TV <laughs> pilot. Okay. Yes. Okay. But, but this, one, this one's quite interesting because you get in one idea a combination of the uh, the corruption and inefficiency of a nonprofit, <laughs> the attempt of government takeover that you see with healthcare, with her supporting a public option, and the idea of putting it through the postal service so that we can have a system that treats customers like driver's license applicants at the DMZ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and I course, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and of course, this is Ocasio-Cortez, who has never met a problem that government can't fix. Absolutely. And she's suggesting this solution in search of a problem. Yeah, um, and I have I have admiration for the actual mail carriers. I think they do a really good job, and they, you know, the mail shows up, you know, so they're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But the post office where I live, it, I mean, it's, it's in a mall. And there are a bunch of stores around it, and I live in an area with you know a lot of businesses. There is no, if they had a contest to come up with whatever the business, if you want to call it a business, that had the worst possible service with the most surly, unhelpful people, the post office would win in a landslide if they held a vote. So you know, so I got to go in there to do my banking now. Yeah, well, you stand in line for yeah. you know, 15, 20 minutes, and you realize, wait, I've been waiting on the same one person, <laughs> but they haven't been able to solve their problem. Yeah. And you get the constant increase in the price of stamps, and, you know, I, I don't know about you, I've, I've had a, a package or two lost, but uh, the post office, is the system is pretty good for actually getting packages from A to B, Yeah. but... Like you said, the customer service is dreadful. Yeah, I mean, I think it's actually it's kind of it's still to me kind of miraculous that I that I can take an envelope and put it in this little box out on my street and put the flag up, and you know, three or four days later it shows up in Arizona. I mean, that's we take it for granted, but that's that's still pretty good. I mean, even even in the age of the internet and all that stuff, it's still amazing that it happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it is. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about make, putting them in charge of banking. So uh, in your piece, you point out that 
Um, the government gave us something called Dodd-Frank to help the banking business not too long ago, actually, and, of course, made things worse. Yes, made things a lot worse. Uh, actually, the Con- Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, uh, CFPB, is one of the big government regulation red tape factories that's holding things up. Uh, before 2010, the FDIC approved an average of 170 new banks every year. But from 2010 to 2016, it only approved one. And that's right off of following Dodd-Frank. It's kind of a big which, drop. <laughs> yeah, you don't say. <laughs> 170 <laughs> to one. So it didn't work out? I mean, it's it, are they still waiting for it to kick in, or what's going on? Oh, it's kicked in plenty. The big problem with these big government regulation solutions is that they often do the exact thing that they're trying to prevent. Absolutely. Dodd-Frank is the number one big example of that because they tried to limit limit big banks, and they wanted to have more small community banks and credit unions. But the funny thing is what actually happened when they – when Dodd-Frank came into effect was that the, the big regulations made a perverse incentive so that the big banks could continue doing their work because they could fit these regulations and smaller banks ran out of business. Well, it's kind of not as much fun these days without toothless Barney Frank around. He, he, um, he also did a nice job of creating the real estate bubble, didn't he? If I'm not mistaken. I, yeah, I believe yeah, there's he, some connection he, there. Yeah, he thought everything yeah. was wonderful with uh, with the uh, Fannie Mae and, and all that stuff that was going on back in whatever it was, 2008. He saw no problems with it about 20 minutes before the whole thing blew up because of bad loans, bad mortgages taken out by lots of big banks. Uh, and he sat there and watched it happen. Um, but that's another story also. Um, and then how did Dick Durbin help us out here with the banking? <laughs> well, he, he had a the Durban Amendment, which wiped out low-cost checking accounts. That was nice so, of him. <laughs> yeah, super nice of him. Uh, we, we have this huge segment of Americans who are unbanked and who either don't know or don't have access to the banking system. And we have pieces of legislation like Dodd-Frank and the Durban Amendment that actually made it harder for them to get access to banks. The funny thing is, AOC's solution to the uh, rather rather small potatoes problem is bringing back an old, uh, there actually was an old postal savings system, a mm-hmm. uh, uh, post office operated bank-ish thing that happened between uh, 1910 and 1967. The, uh, the funny thing about it was that back then banks weren't quite as sophisticated and the FDIC wasn't there to uh, to back back them up and make sure that they didn't go out of business. Right. So this actually was a useful thing, but then after it kind of took off, the free market kind of took over. You have this government option that became obsolete uh, decades after it first really became a, a big thing because banks, caught on and they they operated their businesses in a great way so now we have aoc wanting to bring back this dinosaur program that uh, the free market has pushed us beyond this is kind of reminds me go ahead yeah kind of reminds me of what she's saying with healthcare, modeling it off after the va and uh, her praise for the dc metro (laughs) (laughs) this is a woman who just discovered the garbage disposal about a day and a half ago was and, and, and not only discovered it, but put it on video and showed the world that she was just discovering that the existence of the garbage disposal, which was probably invented in about 1938. I don't know. I mean, it's been around when, a while. And wasn't she a bartender? Like, yeah. I, I would think <laughs> if you're a bartender, you yeah. deal with these cocktails that might be a little, you know, they have herbs and stuff in yeah. them when you're... When you're pouring them down the drain, wouldn't it make sense to have a garbage disposal? I would think so. And I, I actually didn't think of that. I forgot about her being a bartender. And I don't think she was, like, wrapping them in newspaper and taking them out to the back to the alley and putting them in a garbage can. So she's probably – she maybe she's actually 
uh, in her defense, she's actually not that stupid. She's just a liar because she was lying about it, you know. So she makes up for it by being a liar. So um, I, I, while I have you here, we're talking uh, to T- uh, Tyler O'Neill of uh, PJ Media. I saw a piece that you wrote a while ago, a few days ago, might a week or so ago. Uh, you wrote an interesting story about opera that, that got kind of confusing, uh, if you wouldn't <laughs> mind talking about that. Here's the announcement from Tobias Picker. He's the artistic director of the Tulsa Opera. This is from your piece. This is his announcement. Making history. Tulsa Opera presents Lucia Lucas in her American <laughs> operatic debut as a transgender woman. Lucia Lucas's appearance here will mark the first time a trans woman has performed a principal role on the operatic stage of the United States. So it's explain why it's, it's a little confusing. Yes. So th- this trans woman who, you know, is, is a biological male, you know, we, right. we traditionally call them men. Uh, but <laughs> it looks quote, like one in the picture, she, by the way. Looks very much <laughs> like a man in the picture. Hey, don't misgender. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Quote, unquote, her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't say it. I mean, he is a he. Yeah. But uh, he's a baritone like myself, and I would congratulate him because he's singing the role of Don Giovanni. Mm-hmm. But the question is, is is this really a merit-based decision, or was it a, oh, we want the first quote-unquote transgender woman to sing to sing opera? Hey, this is a good a good situation. So, like, if I, for instance, tomorrow were to say, hey, I'm identifying as a woman, could I perform Don Giovanni? Like, that, that sounds good to me. <laughs> but I'm not a woman, and I know that I'm not a woman, and I don't want to make light of people who struggle with gender dysphoria because right. I think that's a real thing. But at the end of the day, biology will have its due. Absolutely. And and as you point out in the piece, biology came through here because it's a man uh, uh, up there on stage, and he's singing in a baritone voice. Um <laughs> And so you can't biologically do that if you're an actual woman. I mean, you can. It's just really, really difficult. (laughs) I don't think you're going to make it in opera, though. And maybe there are some women out there who could do it. You know what I mean? I don't. Are there women out there who could pull off? I mean, actual biological women who could come in and sing the baritone role, the, the title role in Don Giovanni. Now, I, what I know about opera, you could write on the head of a pin, so I don't know what, what the significance of Don Giovanni is, but I have a feeling that it's not something that a an actual biological woman could even come close to pulling off. Well, the greater irony in this situation isn't just that it's a baritone, but that Don Giovanni is a notorious womanizer. <laughs> uh, he, he sleeps around with literally everyone, and at the end of the opera, he goes down to hell because he's such a horrible person. Wow. And you have this example of toxic masculinity, if ever there was one, being played by the history-making <laughs> first transgender oh, woman my. in opera. <laughs> it, it's a self-parody that writes itself, well, if you understand what's going on. <laughs> I, I think it would be really good if you could have like a video of this person arriving at the theater dressed as a woman and according to this in the piece it says your piece once the voice drops it can't go back although i have trained my speaking voice to be higher than it used to be so when he's not on stage as don giovanni he's walking around sounding like uh, lucia and um, so that's got to get really confusing like does he come out of the theater uh as soon as he comes off stage and he's wearing a whatever the a costume is for Don Giovanni, does he sound like, um, you know, my aunt Sally, as, or does he sound like a, a man? I, it's, that would be very difficult to pull off. Well, it's like a falsetto, you know. Yeah. If you uh, <laughs> want to sing a really, really high song, yeah. some of the most recent rock songs, you know, it's it's really hard for right. those of us who are biological males to uh, <laughs> do that kind of thing. Yeah, but so so um, I don't know. I guess I guess the, the, it was a success. I, your piece doesn't. I don't know if you have a review here on your piece of his performance, but uh, he, I guess it, it worked. Uh, the 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 patrons were okay with it. 
Yeah, I, I didn't, uh, to my shame, you know, I didn't go out to Tulsa uh, to see him perform. Yeah. Instead, I had to be at my my uh, mother-in-law's wedding. So, uh, oh, okay. We, uh, <laughs> well, let me tell you something. If, if, if he were performing in the studio next door to where I am right now, and I wouldn't make the effort to look through the glass to see his performance <laughs> of Don Giovanni, but, you know, so the chances of me going to Tulsa to see him are pretty slim. Hey, uh, hey, Tyler, I really appreciate you being on with us, and uh, we always like having you. You write some good stuff there over at PJ Media. Yep, my pleasure as always. Okay, we'll talk and, uh, to you again. Thank you. All right. AOC, that, and, that's, that's, talking about AOC and transgenderism, I think of that line, the waitress is practicing politics as the businessman slowly gets stoned. <laughs> yeah, God, it was his birthday yesterday. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. We'll be right back. My pleasure. Hey there, gun lovers. Here's an exciting opportunity to celebrate your Second Amendment freedoms at the number one destination for American gun owners. It only happens once a year, so don't miss out. This is your chance to claim your discounted tickets to the Concealed Carry Expo coming to Pittsburgh the weekend of May 17th through the 19th. It'll be an action-packed three-day event at the David Lawrence Convention Center you don't want to miss. Text EXPO to the number 87222 right now to lock in your discounted tickets and to learn more. It's that easy. And you'll get exclusive access to check out new guns and gear, a free live fire range, reality-based training simulator, training, and much, much more. Plus, if you register right now, you'll also get your free responsibly armed American t-shirt made by Nine Line Apparel. It's a high-quality shirt with a limited edition design. But that ends very soon. Don't get left behind. Hurry and text EXPO to the number 87222 to get your tickets now. That's the word EXPO to the number 87222. Have you heard the crack of the bat, the cheers of the crowd? Have you seen the smiles on the faces of the players as they take the field? I'm not talking about the Pirates. I'm talking about what's happening in Moon Township that can only be described as a miracle. This is John Stagerwald. With the help of Pirates Charities and people like yourself, the Miracle League of Moon Township has broken ground on a brand new ball field and adaptive playground where athletes with special needs can play regardless of their ability. At miraclesinmoon.org, you can see the stunning plans for the 9,500-square-foot playground and state-of-the-art ADA-compliant restroom facility with showers, wave technology, multi-level fountains and sinks, mechanical changing tables, and more. It's incredible. Our goal? To raise the remaining funds they need to bring it home by first pitch this September. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org slash donate and make your tax-deductible gift today. That's miraclesinmoon.org slash donate. This message paid for by Robinson Town Center, a Zamias Properties entity. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. This experience has provided me with the unique knowledge to assess and draft a plan of recovery for your financial problems. I can stop home foreclosures, repossessions, creditor lawsuits, and tax collection. Reorganize and get a fresh start. I have numerous office locations in the Pittsburgh area. Call and schedule your free consultation today at 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. Don't delay. Call 412-471-7675. That's 412-471-7675. Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 
100% chemical-free, Plug-In Pest Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com today. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, let's finish the week with some sports, sort of. Uh, the NBA commissioner, his name is um, Adam Silver, and he's got a new plan. He wants, he has a new, are you ready for the word? Gender goal for coaches and referees. Are you sick of hearing about gender at all? Um, but uh, at an event yesterday hosted by the Economic Club of Washington, he said that his new goal for the league is a 50-50 male-to-female hiring ratio for both coaches and referees. Uh, Silver lamented that the position has been so male-dominated for so long. It's a sport invented by men, played by men. Women have come to the to the uh, party late on basketball. There's some really, really good women basketball players out there. But how would you lament that it's been male? Why wouldn't it be male dominated? It's a sport dominated by men for like the last for I don't know fifty of the last seventy years. So he said, uh, it's an area, frankly, where I've acknowledged that I'm not sure how it was that it remained so male-dominated for so long. You're really not sure. You're not sure that if you're going to hire... When you hire a coach for a team at at the pro level, here's who you usually hire. A former player or a former coach at another level who's probably a man. It's nothing against women. It's not a plot to keep women down. It's just kind of what happens. And here's an idea. Instead of going forward with a goal to make it 50-50, go forward with the goal to hire only the most qualified referees and coaches. And if some of them happen to be women, if, if a woman happens to be the most qualified, hire her. But you don't start out looking for 50-50 unless you're an idiot. And I'll see you on Monday. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.